Warning! What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Ladies and gentlemen, dorks and dweebs, nerds of all ages, GeekPod Network Productions is proud to bring to you the most electrifying middle-aged guys in Syracuse, the Dr. Hugh Allen, the pod whore, Paul Showitz. Alone, they are single geek beacons in a dark cop drama world. But when the mics go hot, they are GeekPod. God Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. Dr. Hugh. Yeah? Let's catch a buzz. You know, this is the only show in central New York where they go, hey, it's 10 a.m., let's crack a beer. I'm okay with this. So am I. So what we've got this week, Paul, uh, back to uh, bringing some stuff I've made, and there are uh, a lot of surprises in the future as well. I've got some good stuff coming. Uh, This was an experiment like most of the things I make. Uh, I made a double batch. I'm now making uh, brewing in in five-gallon batches instead of uh, two and a half gallon batches and uh, it was a, a stout but when I added my uh, dried malt extract it appears that I did not measure it evenly between the two something happened because I ended up with one really good dark stout and I ended up with this lighter one as well but here's the thing both of them I added some frozen peaches to Interesting. Uh, yeah, for them to uh, to kind of soak in the flavor. Now with the stout I didn't really get any of it with this it's mild I think I needed to go more but as I've discussed in the past i had a fruit explosion once so i'm very <laughs> wary uh this actually though the peach does come through a little in the end uh, it would be better if it was uh, more forward but i was kind of surprised now interesting uh, story we have a, a good friend uh one of my wife's oldest friends her name's crystal not the one that i was married to uh she has a boyfriend uh for the, the first time since i've known her um And, uh, I mean, she was married before she got divorced and she's been single for a long time. Well, she brought her boyfriend up uh, last weekend or the weekend weekend before, and we got to meet him for the first time. And he loved this so much. He said, hey, you know, if I give you money, will you make me a batch of this? And I said, why don't I just teach you how to make it yourself? There you go. I don't know why. Actually, afterwards, I'm like, why didn't I just uh, take the money? Yeah, but... um, But, yeah, it's it's pretty good. I like the stout better, but let's give it a try. Let's try this. Do the sniffy sniffy. It smells very beery, that's for sure. Is that a technical term or is that just a Paul term? Uh, that might be a Paul term or a technical term. It, it's got some fruit brightness, but it's also got some bitterness. Right. Paul hates this beer. Um, it, it tastes kind of IPA-ish to me. That's you know, I get that it. too. I get that too. I don't hate it. It's not as like slap you in the face IPA as a lot of the ones we tried at the, the, the beer fest. Yeah. Um, this is a. If I was handed a, a bottle of this, I'll drink it. But it's not going to be one of the ones I'm going to go out and get. 
but I may also drink this ahead of a uh, hard soda. So <laughs> there you go. Well, we've got some interesting stuff coming up. Um, a lot of stouts and playing around with a lot of stouts. Sorry, that, that's hey, my thing. that's if that's what you want to try. That's what you want to try. Um, I have uh, I bottled uh, five gallons last week. Um, one of them was just another plain stout. Mm-hmm. Uh, which interestingly enough, I tried one this week and no carbonation whatsoever. I may actually have to uncap that entire batch and add more sugar. I made the mistake because I was also on the stove brewing another batch at the same time. I let Lana put the sugar in the bottles, and she had this fucked up system. Nothing was in a row. It was a mess. And she's like, it's my system. I know what I'm doing. (laughs) I've opened two of those now, and there was no carbonation, and I had to dump them. And I'm like, okay, uh, I think you failed. Has she been fired from the brew process? She has not been fired. I can't fire her. But uh, the other batch, the one that I put the sugar in before I started cooking, uh, interesting part about that is I added some uh, oak chips, oak barrel chips that I toasted. I toasted them first in the oven to bring out some flavor, and then I soaked them in black velvet for two weeks before adding them. And when we bottled, of course, I tasted it, and the oak flavor was overpowering. It was actually really? a little gross. But just a week of bottle aging, and the carbonation's probably not done yet, just a week, mm-hmm. it actually mellowed out a lot, and it's really? really good. It's a stout with some wood, smoky flavor. Interesting. My next step is in this next batch that I have... Uh, in primary fermentation right now is I'm actually making one for you and one for me. I'm doing a raspberry stout. Ooh. I have uh, some raspberry extract that I'm going to add to one of them. I also am going to be using the, the other half of the oat chips and some cherry. Ooh. So a, a cherry stout, a cherry sm- smoky, woody stout type of beer. I'm really excited about this. Those sound really cool. Yeah. I figured the raspberry one, you know, because you loved that uh, rubella, and I'm like, you know what, I, raspberry's not really my thing, but I can make a beer for Paul. So Wait, isn't rubella a disease? Whoops, you're right. What was that called? <laughs> Rubius. Rubius, that's right. Okay. Oh, boy, there's a show name right there, potentially. Uh, I also am uh, looking into uh, something that uh, has not been tried a whole lot. Uh, I'm looking at taking... Smallpox beer? Is that next? <laughs> that is next. Uh, no. Uh, I don't know if you've been to Aldi before, but... Um, yes. I, I know that you just gave me the money for your uh, Girl Scout cookies, but you know that you can get, like, uh, the Samoas at Aldi for, like, a dollar twenty-five a box? I think you talked about this before. Yeah. So yeah. what I'm going to do is I'm actually... Because I now am primary fermentation, and then I'm moving my beer to another vessel for secondary fermentation and aging before I bottle it. I'm going to try aging, like, a, a one-gallon test batch on top of Samoa cookies. Now, here's the thing. It has been done. This week, there was a Mortalis Brewing, I believe, released uh, some, something basically, you know, it's it's beer aged on top of Samoa cookies. And I'm like, hey, I've never thought of that before. I started looking into it. People said, you know what? We're worried that the fats and the oils from the cookies could mess with the carbonation, but other people have actually done it, and it hasn't. So I'm thinking I'm going to do a test batch. Right. And uh, I could either age it on the cookies directly, or I could soak the cookies in vodka for like a month and then take the vodka out, filter it, and put that in the beer, but that might add mm. a lot of booziness. So, uh, But I'm sure certain I'd have good uh, Samoa-flavored vodka at that point. There you go. Um, and and when, when you do put this into production, can I suggest a, a name for it? You can suggest whatever you want, Paul, because you will anyway. Good point. <laughs> I was at least being polite about it. Um, can we call this the diabetes stout? <laughs> yes, we can. Yeah, we absolutely can. Wait, can Wilford Brimley sue us? Is he still alive? No, I think he's dead. I think the diabetes got him. 
Oh, all right. You know, actually, I have no idea. We could Google that, but I'm not going to. Yeah, not right now. Because I'm drinking the beer you thought I hated. Well, it's nice to have an early morning beer sometimes. <sighs> yeah. I used to say that, too. I think I sent to AA. That didn't work, did it? No. Because you know what? Nobody likes a quitter. You know, there are people out there who might take that to heart and get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. I mean, the warning at the beginning of the show says it all, so... I mean, I, I think that kind of covers our ass. And if not, maybe we should isolate this next clip I'm going to say. Don't ever take advice from Paul. I don't think that could ever be said enough. <laughs> well, I think that's only fair because Paul never takes advice either. Oh, no. And that's why I give myself into the shit I get into. Yeah, you know, the thing that gets me is sometimes you ask for advice. That and still then still disregard it, it. yes. <laughs> I mean, if you're just going to do what you want to anyway, just come to me and say, I was wondering what you think, but this is what I'm going to do anyway. Yeah, this is what I'm going to do, but what would you do? <laughs> that, that would make a little more sense. All right, and beer is gone. Right. I'm glad I brought something this week, because you that said you, you didn't have anything planned. No, I was going to bypass this week, just because I didn't have Well, I chance. figured you you always have like a collection of weird beers. I do, anyway. and I didn't really have a chance. Like, like right before you got here, I went and got in the fridge, I'm looking at stuff, and... The collections are uh, dwindling, so it's getting down to stuff that's, like, normal. Like, there's a bunch of Budweiser in there. You know, the the worst thing in the world for us to do, I mean, wouldn't necessarily be um, drink a, a more normal beer if we had to, just so we had one. Just to have one. Yeah. I mean, th- th- I look forward to having a beer with you. It doesn't happen I enjoy too often. it. Yeah. No, once every couple of weeks at this point. Well, hopefully. <laughs> hey, we've been doing good. We, we should not curse this. <clears throat> okay, so anyway, Dr. Hugh, it's got you geeked. Well, um, gaming life, Paul. Gaming life. Now, I have, uh, I don't know if this is some kind of a renaissance for me. Renaissance? How am I supposed to pronounce that? But I am finding that gaming has become a really, really, really big part of my life over the past few years. And a few things have changed recently. Uh, We got the Wii, which uh, has the whole family involved. My wife is doing Wii Fit every single night. Awesome. And, um... In fact, she, she skipped it last night for the first time because she's really sore. And it, I guess it's going to yell at her today when she goes to do oh, it. She skipped oh, today. nice. Um, Avery actually used the Wii Fit the other day. She was doing the running game, and she was running like such a mad person that she had to stop ice skating early today because she's sore. Oh, my so God. She, she's loving it. Um, I've played around with a little, not too much, uh, but I... Uh, Okay, interesting story. I wasn't going to share this, but... So I uh, did the whole hacking the Wii thing and installed a bunch of emulators on it. And, oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, Avery saw me just playing around with them, and one of the emulators I had was an N64 one, and I was trying to play GoldenEye. You nice. Know, yeah, you know, remember GoldenEye? Well, I'll tell you this. GoldenEye may have aged well technically, but control-wise, it's awful, because really? we didn't have dual sticks back then. Oh, So you had yeah. to use the buttons to look around but it's actually kind of reversed it's it's awful and i think it's unplayable but she saw daddy i want to play that and she'll ask you know daddy what's that game you were playing with the guy with the gun and (laughs) tomorrow i'll have to put it on for it tomorrow says she's actually gotten pretty good at it sweet so i stopped at gamestop to take advantage of their buy two used games get one free and i picked up excuse me GoldenEye Reloaded. Are you familiar with this? No, I didn't know they did that. Yeah, back in uh, 2012, they went and they basically remade the game for the Wii. Mm-hmm. It was also released for the PS3 and the Xbox 360 uh, with higher resolution graphics, of right. course. But they kind of rebuilt the game from the ground up. Same levels and everything. But they replaced Pierce Brosnan with Daniel Craig. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, he re- recorded new lines and everything. They also replaced the watch that you where you'd pick stuff. You know, uh, that's now a cell phone. So they kind of updated yeah. it for uh, for today. Uh, but uh, it got good reviews. Uh, apparently, it's great. But I'm just looking forward to something with a better control scheme because I'm like, you know, if she likes this so much, this is a game we could play mm-hmm. all of us because it still has the split screen multiplayer. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah. That was like the game for the 64. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, in other parts of my life, I finally got a PS Vita. I have been playing that thing like crazy. I mean, instead of you know going through Facebook when I'm taking my dumps at night, no, you're playing video I'm games. playing playing video Real games. Real video games. Yeah, yeah, and and I don't know if you've ever seen one of those, but I am seriously pissed off that Sony dropped the ball on supporting this thing so much. It's like having a PS3 in your really? hands. I'm playing Dante's Inferno, uh, which nice. is was a PS3 game. Uh, it, some of the, the the textures are a little scaled back, you know, for mm-hmm. mobile. Uh, but that was because it was a port. There are games that were made specifically for the Vita, which are beautiful. Uh, I just got in the mail the other day. Um, Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3. Sweet. Amazing. Runs just as fast as the arcade game does. Uh, I am just blown away at what they did. There's also older games. Like, I've got Silent Hill on there. I'm playing God of War for the first time. Nice. I actually have... So many games, because I was a PS Plus, I am a PS Plus member, so you get free games every month, Mm -hmm. and you basically add them to your account, but I couldn't download the Vita one, so I've got a ton of Vita games already that belong to me, technically, as long as I'm a subscriber that I've never been able to play. So I'm having a blast with those. Even in another part of my life, Paul, this is so crazy. Of course, I have my mornings before I work where I can game. Uh, I've started playing through, because one of the games I got for my Vita was Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate, which was a... It's not completely 3D. It's kind of like a 2D slash 3D game. Um, It's like two-dimensional, but with three-dimensional graphics, and sometimes it goes in and out of the screen. Uh, But that got me thinking, you know what? I never finished Arkham Asylum, uh, and I hear those games are great. So now I'm going back. I'm playing Arkham Origins on my computer. Every single morning, I, I'm going to go. I, I have Arkham Origins, I have uh, Arkham Asylum, and I have Arkham City. And all I have to do is get Arkham Knight when I get there, right? Know, a couple months from now. But I'm going to play through that entire series chronologically. Nice. And it just occurred to me the other day. I'm like, holy crap! I mean, I used to be such a gamer, and then you know, you become an adult, and you're drinking beer, and dating girls, and playing in bands, and working a job, and all this other stuff, and you don't have time to keep up, right? And while I've never completely stepped away from gaming, I've never felt like a gamer, I guess, again, until now. Nice. You know, I may play on three different systems four or five days a week. That's cool. It it is pretty cool, and it's not interfering with the rest of my life. Right, because you're slotting it into the spots where you just had your own time anyway. Exactly. Nice. So, yeah, that's what has me geeked, Paul. I like it. How about you? I am geeked about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. What could that possibly be, Paul? Uh, that's going to be like the thing that takes everyone's money for the next two years. Like anyone that's going to travel to Disney. It's not just going to be there for two years, right? No, this no, no. I'm just saying this is like this is going to be the thing. All right, because I really want to go check it out, but it's probably not going to happen in the next two years. Right. Oh my God, I have something else we have to talk about too. Okay. When you're done. Um. So Galaxy's Edge is the new land that they're opening up in both Disney parks in Disneyland and Disney World. Okay. Um, I, it's the Hollywood Studios in Florida, and I think it's a California Adventure in. California. Oh, so it's not really at one of the Disney parks. It's just it's, Disney it's, owned. No, no, they're they're part of their things. I didn't think Disney owned Universal. They do. They. That's not Hollywood Studios. Hollywood, is a Disney oh, Hollywood. Studios. That's the one that used to be MGM years ago. Okay. All right. 
Um, that's where they already have the Star Wars presence now, but it's All right. apparently this is going to be a huge, huge thing. Um, <clears throat> it's it's fourteen acres apparently, um, and they just released the released like the opening dates for both of them. Um, Florida is August 29th. The one in California, May thirty first. All right. Uh, have you heard much about this? I've actually probably read the same article. Okay. You have. I'm not going to go too far though because it's it's widely known. Yeah. Um, mostly, I want to go to the cantina, and I want to do the Smuggler's Run ride, which is where you get to fly the Falcon. Yeah, that that looks awesome. Now, have they said, are both of these places identical? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I was looking at some of the, the stuff that the, the write-ups they're doing about the food and the shops and stuff, and, like, they have, like, these entire menus designed for the cantinas that's all, like, immersive, like, Star Wars-y foods yeah. and drinks and... And the shops are all in-universe shops, so you can't just go and buy, like, a Star Wars t-shirt. Yeah, you have to buy a t-shirt for that faction or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, the idea is they don't want branding there because they, when you step into this place, they want it to feel like you are in Star Wars. Yeah, because you are part of the story. Like, you are, your actions and stuff and how you do on these rides, like, affect how you're treated around the park. That, that's crazy. Yeah, it's insane, and that's, I can't wait. Um, we were told a few weeks back, my mom took us aside and said, listen, I want to pay to take you guys to Disney and stay on site. And I was like, wow. very cool. Because we've never done that. We always go, we always stay off site when we go. Because um, Kristen's dad has a timeshare down there at one of the resorts. So we always stay there. And so as soon as, soon as she said it has to be on site... I was like, well, I know they're building a Star Wars hotel down there, so <laughs> which is an on-site thing, and it's super immersive. It's supposed to be like, like when you're staying there, you're supposed to be on like a star destroyer or something like that. You oh, live. Oh, I on didn't that. hear about that. Yes. The hotel was part of that too. Yes, so it, it's a whole deal. Oh my god! So yeah, I can't wait to do that, but I'm not going anywhere near that place for like two years because that it'll be insane. Yeah, you need to give them time to work out the kinks. Right. I mean, especially with something this complex gonna be huge gonna be nuts gonna be amazingly awesome yeah i you know i don't know if i'll ever be able to get there but man i hope so because i mean when i was reading about this i mean that even got you know i'm you're much more into star wars than i am right but that even got me excited yeah and just all the cool shit like you can buy a droid down there that they program and then it will like interact with other droids there interact with the environment like it's rolling along with you I mean, you have wow. there's some kind of control, and they're they're smaller. It's not a full size R two two unit. You got to figure out how to bring back on the plane afterwards. Oh, so you get but to keep it. How much yeah, are those going to cost? I'm sure they're going to be pricey. There's um, you you know how I made the sabers for all of us, like yeah. the kiddo. Yeah, there's going to be like real deal saber building down there. Really, like like a c- competition saber building. Yeah, but I mean, these ones you can even like customize with your own kyber crystals. Oh, wow. To decide what color your blade's going to be and all that. Yeah. And it's a show. It's almost, I guess, like the Harry Potter wand choosing thing, uh, Universal, where they make a show out of it and the wand chooses you. They just pick certain people through it. You actually go through and this the character guy leads you through building your saber and it's like a class on doing it. Wow. Yeah. So it's something you have to go sign up for and get chosen and picked to, to do the whole deal. I'd probably spend two hundred bucks on a saber, but probably, yeah. So I'm. So you're going broke. I will. Yeah, I'll be. <laughs> I'll be in bankruptcy court when I come back. But <laughs> I can't wait to do that. You know, a few years from now. Wow, that's exciting! And um, the thing that you reminded me of, just because you were talking about travel, this is something that has me really excited. 
and uh, I, I don't know if it's all going to work out, uh, but we had, uh, at my job, we had a meeting with the owner a few weeks ago. We had a, a big, you know, because we usually have a monthly meeting where everybody jumps on like a Zoom link or, or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a meeting with him. Uh, they've been having the big wigs have meetings with us now, which which is weird because we've not done it in the past. And he came on and he said, well, yeah, you know, I uh, it's been a long time since we did one of these. And it has been because, you know, my wife will have been there five years um, this year and she's never seen him before. Oh, wow. Uh, and he's like, you know, we really should be doing this at, le- at least once or twice a year. And he's like, I'm sorry, I've just been so busy and I forgot about it. But he really sat down and had a good chat with us talking about how important support is. And they laid out some really cool stuff that's going to be coming forward for us. Like being, uh, instead of being like independent, like we are kind of now by payroll, like rolling us into the actual company. So paid vacation and benefits may be finally coming my way. Good. Um, I hope that's something I can talk about. Nobody said we couldn't talk about it. But um, the thing that really has me excited is he said during the meeting that, uh, you know what? I mean, we have, you know, our two locations in San Francisco and Austin, Texas, and, you know, we we work to create a good uh, culture, but you guys, you're amazing. You are all over the world, and you guys are just as close-knit as the rest of us. He's like, you know what? I'd be willing to pay to get you guys all together, because I I think you guys really should get together and have a chance to, to bond as a team and and meet each other and things like that. And, of course, you know, he says this, a week and a half later, a new little Slack room pops up that says support offsite or support onsite. I'm not sure which one it was. And they are paying for us to all fly to Austin, Texas in May. Sweet. Paying for hotels, paying for travel while we're there for two days. The the tough part is how we're going to manage with our daughter and the dogs. Um, we think that Either my mother-in-law or my brother-in-law will be able to watch her. Nice. At first, because at first it was like, oh man, this isn't going to work because we have no one to watch her because my mother-in-law was supposed to be on vacation at that time. I was going to let Tamara go and I was going to stay home because I'm sure not everybody's going to be able to go. Right. And I am kind of concerned if there's nobody on support for two days. Right. What happens? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it looks like we're going to be able to get the coverage, and I mean, I'm excited. They're going to, we're going to be going to our, our secondary location in Austin, Texas, which is where our engineers are, mm-hmm. and they're they're working on the itinerary right now. We're going to go out to, to dinner and things like that. But it's so awesome to finally get to meet the people I've been working with for four years. Right. Yeah, that'll be pretty cool. And uh, I mean, I hear Austin's great. I don't know how much free time we're going to have, but um, I can't imagine they're going to keep us there longer than right, the nine to yeah. five. You know? Right. So I'm excited about that. That'll be cool. And I've never been to Texas, so that's... that's Neither have I. Yeah. I'm excited to see what dry heat is like, because all the hot places I've ever been have been like Florida, which is muggy, and New Orleans, which is in the area where it could potentially be dry heat, except it's all swamp, so it's muggy <laughs> right. as hell. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not dry heat, no. No, it's not. So I, I'm excited to, to try that. Um, one thing that I, I don't think we'll be able to do, but I would love to, um, just outside of Austin, is the Family Business Brewery, uh, which Ooh. is owned by Jensen Ackles, who plays nice. Dean on Supernatural. And, uh, of course, Family Business is a, uh, a call back to Supernatural because that's the family business. Right. Killing killing monsters and saving or killing things, or hunting things, saving people. Uh but that's where he spends a lot of his free time when they're not filming Supernatural with his wife and his kids and everything. And I'm like, oh, I would, would, actually, my wife and I would both love to go, even though she doesn't like breweries. Right, but still, it's a, it's a different slant on it. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what our, our itinerary looks like. Um, if I go there, though, I'm definitely getting a, a, a mug there you or, go. or a glass or something. Oh, yeah, you got to bring something back. Hell, yeah. 
But yeah, okay, I guess I was geeked about two things. Sorry, Paul. That's okay. <laughs> it's allowed. We can let it go. So, into the news? All right, we can go into the news. Uh, first up, Oliver Queen takes an arrow to the knee. It was announced this week that Arrow will be ending next year, its eighth season, with a shortened uh, season of uh, ten episodes. Now, this is kind of sad for me. I, uh, while a lot of people complain about Arrow, I've loved Arrow all the way through. Uh, I get some of the criticisms, but I also sometimes wonder why does everyone think every single episode of a TV show needs to be perfect? Oh, I agree. Every season has to be perfect. Um, sometimes things that happen now that aren't as great end up contributing great things later. Uh, this current season uh, has been uh, fantastic as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. And the new dynamic with Oliver being completely outed and working with the police, I would love to see where that's going to go. The only thing that that doesn't have me going, goddamn CW! is I, I believe I understand where this is coming from. Now, people are saying Oliver's going to die. Maybe he's not. Maybe he'll still be around to be able to show up in other shows. But the big thing is this is going to end with Crisis on an, uh, Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. You know, the the big uh, combining of all the shows they do yearly. And there are a lot of rumors. There are rumors saying that, you know, they're going to pull Supergirl and Batwoman and who knows, maybe Black Lightning into the main universe, which I think would be great. Yes. Have them all in a single universe. Uh that maybe the show ending isn't because they want to end it, but they, they need space to build these other shows in. I mean, Batwoman, I mean, certainly a great show to take Arrow's place. I'm wicked excited about that. Yeah. Um, some of the other rumors I heard is that they may be doing a Superman show and canceling Supergirl, which I think is a bad idea. Right. Uh, right. As much as I would love to see Tyler uh, Hochin playing Superman a lot more. Have you heard that one? No. Well, it was a rumor that started going around about two weeks ago that uh, CW is considering canceling Supergirl and replacing it with Superman. I, I don't. I mean, I haven't heard that Supergirl's ratings are awful, but I also don't see how that A, doesn't give you a lot of backlash. Right. Uh, and B, again, I love him as Superman and want to see a lot more of him, but I don't know that a Superman TV show works because he's so powerful. Right, because where do you keep going? Just like with the comic books, how is it yeah. a real threat? Yeah, yeah, I mean that's. I mean they brought him in a couple times, but they have him off world now, and and part of that probably is because you know what do we do with him? I mean, right. Supergirl's powerful enough. The only reason that I think that there's a lot more questioning of if she can get through things is because she's still learning. Right. This Superman is a veteran superhero. Yeah, he's like at the prime of his career. Yeah, so so that that's tough. Um, but seeing him more often would be awesome. Uh, but a lot of people are saying Oliver Queen may die. Uh, at the end of this, they're saying the deal he made with the Monitor was the Monitor told him that Supergirl and Flash were going to die, and he made a deal uh, for it to meet him instead. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess that if you're going to end a show that I love, having it, clearly this has been thought out, and having it culminate with something big, which is going to change our CW TV landscape for quite a while, it kind of makes it worth it. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And some people are saying that doesn't necessarily mean that the show isn't going to continue after those 10 episodes. They're saying Arrow has been renewed for 10 episodes. That doesn't mean those characters may not be dealing with the aftermath for the rest of a season, like a back half. We don't know. Right. Uh, A lot of stuff could happen there. And I don't know if you've seen this, but a lot of things are changing, too. Constantine, it looks like they're developing a new Constantine show with with, uh, Matt Ryan. Yeah, I heard that may go to the uh, the, the the streaming streaming. service. Um, That would tie the universe of the streaming service in with the regular one, which I don't think is a bad thing. Nothing I've seen in Titans or Doom Patrol means that it can't be part of the same universe. Right. Um, Which, by the way, have you seen Doom Patrol? I have not. I haven't seen Titans. Dude, seriously. Ugh. 
Dude, Titans was top notch, and Doom Patrol is fucking awesome. Is that? Oh my god, it's hilarious, and and it actually has a, a, a like a meta breaking the fourth wall kind of thing. I mean, the second episode uh, begins with um, who's the popular guy from Firefly? Not Nathan Fillion, the other one. Wash. Uh, he looks like the the Anthony Rapp from Star Trek Discovery. Oh my god, what is his name? Anyway, uh, blonde hair. He was the pilot of the ship in Firefly. Um, Alan. Tudyk. Yeah. He, yeah. he, Tudyk, Yes, whatever. yes, yes. Alan Tudyk. Um, he plays a bad guy in the show, and he <laughs> kind of narrates from a, a, a uh, omniscient point at some points, and he's like, well, <laughs> for any of the viewers that are left after the donkey fart, here's what happened next. Dude, dude <laughs> you just have to watch it to find out what that's about, because I'm just like, oh my god, this is great. Seriously, Doom Patrol is... is Fantastic! I'm actually enjoying it more than Titans, and I thought Titans was great, too. Awesome. Uh, but again, with Constantine going there, Swamp Thing's going to start. There's some crossover there. There's no reason that they can't put the more adult shows on there, but they can still be part of the same universe. I mean, right. this could be a really big deal. A Crisis on Infinite Earths could be bigger than we think it is. That's interesting. It, it definitely is. Do you have any thoughts on Arrow before I move on? Uh, no, I, just, I also haven't watched uh, Amel's video about it. Okay. Did you watch the video I that he put not, out? No. Okay, because I just saw like a quick screen grab of it, and he actually looked like he might have been crying in it. I well, yeah. I mean, it's probably a big thing. I mean, this is this was his first real. real I mean, did he do anything before this? I don't. I know. don't think so. Like, because when his Ninja Turtles run there was after this had started, right? Yeah, and um, I mean, it's it's probably a big deal, and I'm hoping that the way they're doing this is so that he can continue being a part of the universe, mm-hmm. just making room for other shows. Um, but, I mean, if it is the end of this for him, I mean, yeah, I'd be sad, too. Yeah, and he's had a good run. I mean... Yeah, and he has a career in wrestling waiting for him. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> All right, next up, Breaking Out of the Vault. Now, I'm sure that you saw this week um, that uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger confirms that all Disney movies are going to be going to their new streaming service, Disney+. Plus. Um, that's great news for moms and dads that have had to search around for you know $150 copies of Sleeping mm-hmm. Beauty on VHS. Uh, but I guess they are completely eliminating the vault. They're going to put all of their stuff on the streaming service. Makes sense. They're getting monthly payments from everybody because they make no money on that used market. Right. You know, so it it's, it's makes perfect sense. Also, again, if the price point is right, if this is five bucks a month, six bucks a month. It's a no-brainer if you have kids. Oh, totally. Like, we've already... I, I canceled Netflix just okay. because I wasn't watching anything on it with already, like, earmarking, like, that monthly payment going to Disney+. Plus. There you go. So, that that's... I mean, because you can't go wrong. Like you said, now we have any of the princess movies the girls want to watch and The Mandalorian <laughs> and whatever Marvel stuff is coming out. And that's... I mean, that's more than paying for what I've... Whatever I would be spending on that. Yeah. I find it tough to kind of step away from Netflix. I mean, I'm not done watching the Marvel shows, but there there are some really good shows on there as well. Uh, but we'll see. I haven't made a decision. It's not out. We don't know what the price is yet, right? Right. But it's supposedly it's going to be less than Netflix. But that was before they announced that every Disney movie was going to be on there. Well, I, I think that, you know, given that they don't make money off the used market, that still makes sense. Right. They have to be making far more in monthly subscriptions than they do releasing Sleeping Beauty every 15 years for a month. Right. I, I mean, I have to believe that. <clears throat> I agree. Um, and uh, next up, uh, finally, actually, I only have three news items this week. Batshit cleanup. 
instead of batshit crazy. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, but this year is the 80th birthday of Batman. And DC has decided they are going to celebrate in grand style. And they are kicking that off this month at the South by Southwest Festival. Now, throughout the year, they're going to have a lot of great things. Some special trade paperbacks and comics, some art shows. They have stuff planned. I mean, they've only given us a sprinkling of what they're doing. But one of the things they are doing is at South by Southwest, they are going to be releasing 1.5 million bats into the wild. I saw that. Now, originally, my title for this was, Please, DC, Stop, You're Embarrassing Yourself. <laughs> um, I, I love Batman. That's my favorite character of it, ever. But releasing 1.5 million bats into the wild, first of all, how do you wrangle bats? How do you catch 1.5 million bats? How do you even keep track of, hey, Judd, how many bats do we have? Uh, 1.25 million. How do you, how do you tell? <laughs> right. Okay. Um, second of all, when you release them, actually, no. Second of all, do you test them all for rabies? How do you do that with that many bats? Third of all, when you release them, what kind of impact does that have on the wild? I mean, are we going to see the bat massacre of 2019 <laughs> at South by Southwest? Right. Are people going to be getting bitten and turning into man bats? I mean, it's, I mean, it's a neat idea. And if somebody came up came up with that at my board meeting, I'm like, oh, that would be a really sweet way to celebrate Batman's birthday. But there's no fucking way we can <laughs> right. do that. Apparently, they were like someone there was like, hold my beer. Right. <laughs> we're gonna do this. I don't get it. I mean, what are your thoughts on that, Paul? I, I think it's crazy, and they're doing it, like, over a bridge or something, right? Yeah. I, like, some big famous bridge? I, 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 how do you make sure they all... I mean, what do you have them in a, a giant truck? How do you make sure they all get out? What if some of them are like, fuck no, we like it in this truck. Right, we're I mean, good. This, Thanks. I, it's not like, you know, training dogs to do something. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I really don't know how this is going to work, and I have a feeling that they're going to spend a lot of money on this. I mean, you have to be spending... It's got to be at least a dollar a bat, right? It's got. Oh, yeah. This has to cost at least one point five million dollars, probably a lot more <laughs> for like a three minute stunt, like literally. Yeah, that could potentially go wrong in so many horrific ways. I mean, I do kind of hope someone gets murdered by the bats when this happens. I just, I mean, I think that caps this off. Yeah, probably. Uh, that that would make it a what the fuck. And a WTF file. <laughs> it wasn't already a what the fuck. But that's all I got, Paul. That's the news, kids. Now, I'm going to go find the MAGA hat wearing pricks that are review by bombing Captain Marvel and kick them in their tiny incel peckers until they beg for equal representation. Paul? Boom, science. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we, need, we need to address Captain Marvel because um, I, uh, I, I took in the film last night. Good for you. What? Wasn't there something we were supposed to do with that? Oh, yeah, the contest. Yeah, sorry, I didn't know what you were getting at. Yeah, I didn't do much for a lead-in with it. No, you really didn't um, work on so, it. So, this is, this, is, this is the thing. We, we actually have emails. Really? Yes. Um, and I've printed them out for you because um, I'm going to have you read through them. All right. All right. And, I mean, the selection was made, and I all went through last night, but I kept this very, very, very quiet because I didn't want to ruin anything. Um, they go in order. Okay. So go ahead. You read through all those. All right. Um, um, and let's not give away the full email address so we won't say, like, which provider they're using. Now. Ah, okay. From Gina Love at blah, blah, blah. Hi. 
I'd love to go to the movies with the Overlords. They're hilarious, and listening to Paul interact with them is adorable. So I might have a teensy crush. So what? See you at the movie. Am I supposed to? I can't, probably shouldn't say the name, too. Is, is there last names or anything? Oh, no, there's not. Okay, no, go for it. Okay, Gina V. Uh, the next one was from Sunflower21. Hey there, please choose me to go to the movies with the overlords. I would love to dress up with them and go higher, faster, further. I thank you for your consideration. I would be forever grateful. Marvel, Marvelly yours, Tessa. All right, next one from History Boy 84 Pick me for the movie contest. I'm fun and very knowledgeable about films and Marvel movies in particular. I haven't been on the show in a long time, so I should be eligible. I'll even buy popcorn and wear a Captain Marvel costume. I miss you, XOXO Jack. Alright. From Your Babe 69. I heard you're picking herd, spelled H U R D. Interesting. I heard, oh, and you're Y U R. I heard you're picking people to go to the Marvel movie. I want to go. You guys will pay, right? Signed, Destiny. Those were our entries that I had to wow. choose from. That's um, pretty good. All right. Well, did you uh, pick one? Um, there's one last email oh, that I okay. printed out for you. All right. From Daisy May 24, New York. Paul, you're not taking strange women to the movies with our daughters. Stop being an idiot. Kristen. <laughs> How did you even know about it? Um, apparently there's family members that listen to the show and they, uh, told her. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. So I take it that it was just you and the girls at the movie last night. Um, and, and Kristen. Oh, well, okay. And, and Erica. Um, yeah, but, uh, great time. All right. Was had. Um, we, we had, um, I don't, I don't know if you've seen anything on Facebook. I haven't, no. Um, I'm not going to say too much about the movie because it's literally been out for 48 hours. So, okay. um, but phenomenally well done, uh, great movie. They do not really beat you over the head with the whole girl power thing. You know, Lana told me that. Okay. Oh, she's seen it already yeah, too. Yeah, she Very saw cool. it and she said that there was no man bashing or no, like no, 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 no. Um, in how do I put it? She's not an angsty superhero. Okay. Once, once you get into this, like you can just tell that Carol's having fun being a superhero. All right. Um, once, once you get to that point, and, and you'll understand when you see it what I'm talking about. But um, I couldn't recommend this enough. Well, apparently everybody agrees with you because <clears throat> this is uh, originally the projections were a lot lower, but it's uh, heading for like 160, 165 million dollars uh, this weekend, along with a huge, huge opening internationally. So I think they're looking at potentially like 240. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's amazing, mm-hmm. and I think that it's tracking. It's basically tracking behind Avengers. Yeah, um, and, and you know what? It, it moved into my top five Marvel movies. You know, I, I saw a lot of news articles and some things that you posted this week about people going out and uh, just saying nasty things about this movie that aren't true uh, because they're, you know, little immature, insecure assholes. Who run websites out of Buffalo. Yeah, can you tell me what this is about? Because I wasn't familiar with Cosmic Book News. Yeah, um, th- this is a, a quote-unquote like comic book news site okay. ran out of Buffalo by a, a small pricked um, closet homosexual, and that's all conjecture on my part, um, 
just so we don't get sued, I'm saying that's I don't know, uh, by a guy by the name of Matt McGloin. Okay. And um, I've long had issue with them with the way they act and the way, what they do and all the bullshit articles. And so basically, what you're doing is acknowledging the fact that I've been trying to pick a fight with them. Is that is that what you're doing? Uh, no, actually, I, did, <laughs> did you actually? I think this did, has come up before, has? Yeah, it? like a long time ago, we started yeah. trying to pick a fight with them because I really can't stand these fucks. They're they're ridiculous. Um, and, and what really kills me is he calls himself a huge Nova fan and he's constantly just bashing anything that has like to do with cosmic Marvel because they're, you know, they're ruining it and blah, 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 blah. And, and then he really like went into overtime on the Captain Marvel thing. I, I went to the site and I saw this and I, from what I'm seeing from everybody who's actually seen the movie, the, the these reviews were completely made up. It seems like it. it yeah, and like it's, he's going out of his way to find any negative thing to try and post about it. Yeah, but some of it just it isn't remotely true. Like, no, because I had heard stupid. that there was a lot of man bashing and you were hit over the head with feminism and, and all this stuff. And uh, my my daughter was like, no, no. Absolutely not. not. No, no, no. I mean, there's going to be some girl power just because it's the first female-led Marvel movie, but it's not, you know, she said it wasn't any more than Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman was acclaimed. Even Leonard Maltin came out and said, this is the perfect movie for the perfect time. Okay? It's the the critics. I mean, it's going to be a critical darling. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, And uh, I, I think that, I mean, it couldn't have come at a better time. I've been thinking about this all week and how... We've taken this many movies in this many years to get to this point, and a lot of people are like, it's about time. But I also have to ask, does Captain Marvel coming now have a bigger impact than if it had been Marvel's third movie? Right, and I agree. I, I think, like you said, with the, like, the state of the way the world is now, is it's the time to do this. Yeah, and, and I... I I mean, I would like to think Disney and Marvel are smart enough, and maybe they actually had that conversation. They probably didn't, because it's hard to know what's going to happen. Uh, but it is very fortuitous that you know it comes out at a time when it makes the biggest impact possible. You know, I don't know if maybe they were like, you know, we'd really like to do a female movie, but we don't feel like we're at a point where it, it's going to really be big. Like if they'd made a Black Widow movie after Avengers, I mean, I would have loved that, but I don't think it would have been the cultural phenomenon that it looks like Captain Marvel was going to be. Right, and that's that's what this is going to be. Um, and what, what capped this off, even better from my own personal experience, we got out of work last night, rush home. I, like, And I say rush home because I pulled in the driveway and Kristen and the kids are sitting in the car that's idling already waiting oh, for me. Yeah, we left, we got down to the theater, well to the mall, um, grab dinner and we're sitting down and I'm, I'm looking over at the theater just to gauge you know the amount of people coming in or out and I, I see something strange I see somebody walking around clearly in red blue and gold um, they had an employee there who had a Captain Marvel costume and she was dressed in full regalia I'm, I'm looking the, for the picture right now so you can see because she was going around doing pictures, interacting. Um, Carol, and I'm using air quotes here, um, signed autographs for the girls, took wow. pictures. Yeah. Oh, they um, must have loved that. They were all about it. And if you can zoom in, she could be Brie Larson's twin. I don't know about twin, but it's it's really damn close. That That's picture actually... doesn't do it enough justice, then. Okay. Because, I mean, Wow. 
I, it'd be easier to tell if she wasn't smiling. But yeah, uh, but yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah, and she was amazing. I told her. I said, "Look, I said you've got this look and everything down. Like, I said you should be one of the cosplay people that you know does these appearances." You gave her a card, right? Uh, why would I have carried cards with me? Come on. You don't carry cards with you? Not no, not when I'm walking around in a live career die T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you did notice the girls were both in Captain Marvel yeah, uniforms. I did. Okay. I did. Um, it sounds like it was a great. I, I assume the girls loved it. Loved it. The, we were waiting um, during the credits, and Madison's already leaning over asking for Captain Marvel toys. Uh, she wants Captain Marvel sneakers. Um, that's when she told us that she needed to go back and talk to Karen again because she wanted to tell her about her Captain Marvel necklace she has. I'm like, who's Karen? And then I realized she, she, she's on a first-name basis with Captain Marvel now, who she believes is named Karen instead of Carol. So, That's funny. Uh, yeah. w- what did uh, Kristen think of it? Loved it. Really? Loved it. Nice. Yeah. Um, two after-credit scenes. The okay. first one, as to be expected, ties into Endgame. Of course. Awesome scene. Uh, second one is a throwaway scene like they've been doing lately but it also ties into the marvel continuity all right so um pay close attention at the beginning because okay. there is a stanley tribute oh i heard that there was a stanley yeah tribute it's so uh, so awesome so well done so he wasn't he wasn't able to actually appear in the movie right? oh he was oh okay. there's a I cameo i wasn't sure if he was able to do the that cameo or not cameo brought tears to my eyes um, because not only is it probably Stan's last, but it also ends up being a View Askew reference. Oh, I, and I heard Kevin Smith was all, all happy because they, they brought him. He's now part of the Marvel Universe. Yes. <laughs> Did you read about that? So do you I, know I didn't what read what it was. Okay, no. and I don't want to give it away for other Kevin Smith fans because it's a huge like cheese moment. It yeah. was for me. I'll tell you about it off mic if you want to know. But I'm thrilled about this movie it was I, it's already on pre-order awesome so you know it's sad that um we're seeing what ha- is happening happen to this movie because i mean these are the same people that, that fucked up guardians of the galaxy 3 yes you know, and i i don't understand what possesses people to be so insecure that they can't handle there being a, a female superhero it, it's dumb it, you know, I can imagine saying a lot of things, especially, you know, as I get older. They, they say, you know, when you're younger, you're supposed to be a Democrat. If you're not a Republican, by the time you're 40, there's something wrong. I don't agree with that. But I, I as I get older, I start to see how people fall into those pitfalls. Uh, and it, whereas when I'm younger, you're like, I don't understand how someone can think like that. When you get older, you're like, well, I can see where they're coming from. They're still wrong. And here's why. But I can see how things could be twisted for that. But this... I don't see how you can be a comic book fan and how this is not a joyous moment for you. Right. Okay, I mean, Brie Larson playing a female superhero, what does that do other than give you an awesome movie to watch? Right. And the the problem is all of the the stuff that has been taken out of context that she said about reviewers. Yeah. That's that's where a lot of these dipshits are coming from. Can you give some examples? Because I don't know all the story there. I guess when they started doing like basically the the press chain where basically the the stars have to sit in a room and they just get a filed the the all the different journalists come yeah. revolving into the room. Apparently she made an offhand remark 
about needing it to have some diversity because it's all a bunch of white dudes. Okay. That's not wrong. Right. And then it got taken out of context that she's a man-hater and, you know, supposedly, and again, this is coming from Cosmic Book Douche, um, that, you know, she's a man-hater and she's saying, if you're a, a white male, don't come see this movie. You're not welcome there. It's like, yeah, because, first of all, Disney's going to ring that shit in quick if that's the kind of stuff that was oh. being said. Oh, yeah. Um, apparently, yeah, Sam Jackson got in trouble for making a remark about Trump, too. Yeah. But, you know, I applaud that. <laughs> I would have bought an extra ticket for what that. What did he say? I don't remember. Like I don't. I didn't have the full thing. But he he took a, a, a shot at Trump. And again, I'm I'm okay with this because <laughs> fuck that orange fuck. Um, man, maybe I shouldn't drink before we start these shows, huh? Dude, that wasn't even half very much. What is wrong with you? Um, I'm tired. I went to bed late too. After, after we went to the movie, I had to run out to go grocery shopping for this oh, thing God. with my uh, my mom today. We we needed the ingredients for it. We, as we sit down to the movie, Kristen's like. Oh shit, we don't have any of the stuff for the recipe tomorrow. I'm like, well, I guess I know what I'm doing later. So, yeah. But go see it multiple times if you can afford to. And don't fucking download it. Don't be one of those douchebags. <laughs> God. Anyway. Um, oh, and if you want a more in depth um, review, listen to the show that I'm recording later with the Overlords. Okay. Um, they are going to review Captain Marvel and the Aspen Mascots trade paperback. From Aspen Comics. Okay. So they are, if I can paraphrase this, they are going to spoil the fuck out of this movie in nonsensical ways. Exactly. So you might actually not get spoiled for the movie. Right. There, you probably will be more confused confused after you watch the movie trying to figure out what the hell they were talking about. Yeah, my seven-year-old is like that, too. Yeah. So, But um, I'm thinking we're going to call that the Geek Pot Clubhouse. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So. We come up with a cute little theme song like the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I, I don't, yeah. The Geek Pod Clubhouse. There you go. Are you going to record it? Is that where we're going with I this? I do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just wanted to give them a plug because literally since I had the equipment on, I'm probably going to do that later today. Hence the extra mic sitting out. Uh, I was wondering about that. <laughs> right. I thought maybe they were like trophies now. They're here for show. Right. You were like, ah, it's just the two of us. We might as well put these on display. Put the rest away. Yeah. <laughs> We put that mic out to pasture in 2019. Right, get a plaque for it at the bottom. <laughs> that's the one that's, uh, that Jack used all the time. Right. That's why it smells like that. <laughs> uh, he probably doesn't even listen to the show anymore. Uh, I mean, clearly he does. Oh, yeah. He sent the email. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right. Um, and here's the thing. Remember those extra things I said that I, uh, I wanted to go through? Yes. You covered them all in the news. They were your news items. <laughs> what are the chances? I <laughs> that we find the same thing? Say, oh, yeah. hey, look at that. You know, I really need to take a little more time uh, with prepping the news. I, I think uh, lately I haven't exactly known when we were recording until, you know, right before we are recording, for sure. <laughs> and so I've been having to scramble, like on Friday nights, where uh, it's like grocery shopping, get the, get the kid, come home, get the other kid, get dinner together, all that stuff. And then throw my uh, my notes together. Um, so, I mean, I feel like I've... I, I don't want to say phoned it in. I tried to come up with some good stuff, but I haven't been able to do as much as I wanted to because I, I'm literally sitting on the couch writing this all out on my pad with my phone open while Avery's finishing up playing video games mm-hmm. and getting ready for bed. Right. And I stop when my wife says, okay, it's time for bed. <laughs> and then we have to go put her to bed. So Yeah, I hear you. What else we got on the the tap? I mean, we've done good. It's, we're 50 minutes in. Okay. Uh, well, I don't have anything except the thing that I thought could be a WTF file, or I just wanted to, to talk about it. Um, how about you? Do you have anything else? 
Um, if you didn't want to use your thing as a WTF, I can tell that story about my dad we were talking about off mic. All right, all right. Then, then uh, I guess I call this the Millennial Coffee Cup. Okay. So, and, and I want uh, some interaction from people out there. If you know anything about this, I would like you to, to write it on our Facebook page or whatever. I mean, just a little comment, because uh, I want to know if this is a thing. So I've noticed something. Uh, we've been taking my daughter to ice skating lessons for a little while now. We're in our, our second session. And I keep noticing, we're sitting there, it's always early in the morning, and these people keep walking in. Now, they're all, it's always, so far it's always been guys, I think. Um, they always have long, trendy beards. You know, I mean, I have a beard, so I'm not putting them down, but they have beards. They're a little younger than me, so I think they fall into the millennial category. I could be wrong about that. And they're all carrying around regular coffee cups filled with coffee. Now, yeah, yeah, I may be, you see, you haven't seen this before? You have seen this no. before? No. Okay, I, and I've seen it so much. Like, just today, there were, like, three people who had their, their own coffee cups, and I'm like, what the fuck is that about? Now, I'm like, are they bringing a coffee cup around, like, going to, because they sell coffee there at the ice skating rink. Are they okay, right. fill this up? You know, do they get a better price? Because that's probably less <laughs> right. coffee than the, getting the styrofoam cup. Is this a green thing? Is this, I don't believe in, in garbage, so I bring my own coffee. How are you getting that coffee to the ice skating rink, okay? I could fill my cup up, my coffee cup, a quarter of the way up, and I'd still get coffee all over the place right. driving there, okay? I, I'm just like, what is this? Do they just keep a cup in their car and bring it with them <laughs> when they're a place that sells coffee? Uh, I, if anybody knows about this, if this is a thing, I would like to know. I can't imagine doing that. I mean, a travel mug is one thing, but right. you know, your your little um, you know, keep being awesome coffee cup is not something that you. It's, it's not a travel thing. Yeah, I, how, how is this even happening? Uh, so yeah, I, I'm a little perplexed. And if any of the audience has any thoughts on this, or they know that this is a thing that somehow I missed, I would love to know. And if this is a thing, just saying, um, at, at our shop geek pod link, you can get geek pod coffee mugs oh absolutely so. i have one at home it's yes. filled with pens mine's filled with pens at work that's that's my pen holder i would drink out of it but i already have actually i had two coffee cups for a little while did i tell you that lana got me a, a rick and morty coffee cup for christmas no i didn't even know I, you watched rick and morty i love rick and morty it's a great show it is I've a seen great three show episodes. you need to watch more it's fucking awesome um I, I've been drinking out of the same coffee mug for a long time. When I met my wife, I had this blue one that I've had for years. I don't know how I managed to not break it. And I still have this. Uh, but she, um, back when she worked for uh, the, the camp, the summer camp, she mm-hmm. would go to campfire meetings at other places in the country like once or twice a year. They would have to go off and they'd be gone for a few days. So she went to Colorado and she brought me back. You know how they have those like shorter but wider coffee cups yes. they have all the little white dots on them uh, the, it looks it like almost like texture like it's yes. supposed to be stone okay i have a like red one that says colorado on it uh and that has been my coffee cup for years i mean tomorrow and i've talked about recently how long we've been together so we're like coming up on 10 years so all, almost a decade i've been drinking out of the same coffee cup mm-hmm. well my mother-in-law gets me coffee cups for Christmas. My wife sometimes does. Last, Not this past Christmas, but the Christmas before. I'm like, listen, guys, stop buying me fucking coffee cups. I drink out of one cup. Right. All right. I mean, I, I love it. Thank you for all the Star Wars coffee cups I got the year before, but I, I don't ever drink out of them. We don't have that in, that much room. So this year is Alana's first year having a job, making money. She actually went out and Christmas shopped, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. And she bought me a Rick and Morty coffee cup. And I'm like, oh. Fuck me. Great coffee cup. It's actually got um, uh, scary 
Terry? Scary Terry on the oh. inside of it. It's like they're running in a nightmare landscape on the outside, and the inside they're Scary Terry. Uh, it's a really cool coffee cup, and I said, you know what? Because even, I told her, listen, this is the last coffee cup you buy me. All right, <laughs> ever I don't do it anymore. Uh, but I actually switched over to it nice. s- since Christmas. But there's more to the story. Sorry, I have a hair in my mouth. Uh, so I've been. I was using this coffee cup, forcing myself every single day. Uh, I, nothing wrong with it. I just I like my old cup. Right. And it started. Uh, this was something she bought at Think Geek. It started white. This white stuff. It started. The the color started coming off it. Really. Yeah. It, it's destroyed. It, it was destroyed. And so I decided. You know what? I don't want this to get any worse. And I hung it. I have some hooks underneath my cabinet. Yeah. I hung it there. And I accidentally broke it last week. Oh. Broke it right in half. And she goes, oh, I'll buy you a new one. I'm like, no! <laughs> of course, you know, she she has this habit of buying me things that I can't wear like or, or use. Like, I can't use, I didn't want to use the coffee cup. Uh, for Father's, Father's Day, I think, or my birthday, she bought me a Rick and Morty shirt. And it's got Rick and Morty on the front with a time portal. And across the top, it says, I don't give a fuck. And I'm like, well, I can't ever wear that shirt anywhere. Right. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I mean, I appreciate the thought, but I wish you would put a little bit more into these gifts. Right. Um, Use the logics. Yeah. Well, bit. I mean, some people will do that, but I, I'm not, I'm not going <sighs> to wear yeah. a t-shirt that's got swear words on it because there are kids out there who may not get exposed to swear words like my kids do. Right. <laughs> you know, like it might be a thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think if, if you don't think about that, that kind of makes you an awful selfish human being. Just saying. Did you just call your daughter awful no i'm saying if you don't th- if you're one of the people who will wear a shirt like that I'm oh like, okay yeah i mean i get that it's funny you know i was um you know 17 years old once as well right uh but you know when i see a you know a 35 year old wearing something that's you know completely obscene um and shouldn't be in public i it just it makes me feel bad for the kids that get exposed to it does that include our geek pad shirts that have mega bite me bitches on the back i think that's okay if it's acceptable in primetime tv okay so if it says shit once in a while, we're okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> it's it's just the uh, the, the really bad stuff. Yeah, that I got bothers you. me. I hear you. I mean, I hate to be a prude. I'm not trying to be a prude, but you know, no one can tell me how to raise my kid, and I can't really. I shouldn't be affecting how someone else raises their kid. Agreed. I don't want to be the reason they have to ask their parents when they get home. Mommy, what's fuck me? Yeah, what does fuck me? Yeah, I, I don't want to be that reason. <laughs> I, I'd like to leave a better legacy on this earth than that. You have listened to our show, right? That's kind of our legacy. What, sh- this is a show? Yeah. That's why the microphones are here, you know. Oh, I thought this was a statue, like the ones on the shelf over there. <laughs> I thought you made the table pretty for me. Right. <laughs> Next time we'll put a tablecloth on it. Yeah. Um, so we're going to wrap this up? Let's do it. Okay, so this actually happened about a year ago. Okay. Um as everybody knows, my, my father watches the kids here while we're working. One night, um, I come in in the winter, and he's he's standing in the hallway, like from my front door, right there by the stairs. I have a tiny little, I call it a hallway, but it's basically just bleed over from the living room. Yeah. And he looks me in the eye, and I, God, I hope this, this would probably be better for a live show where you can see the mannerisms and everything, but I'm going to try and illustrate this. Um, he looks me in the eye as I walk in the door, throws his hands at the counter where his cell phone's sitting, and goes, and just whips his hands out to the sides, like, <laughs> exasperated. I'm like, what? It, it doesn't work. Like, Paul is gesturing work? his hands at the table in Thrusting frustration. Thrusting them, yeah. Um, 
I'm like, what doesn't work? My cell phone. I'm like, what happened? Well, I was taking a drink of my water, and your cat tripped me, and I spilled water down the front of myself, and the phone got wet. Now it doesn't work. I'm like, These are, and this is an old flip phone. Okay. That's all he, he's allowed to use are flip phones. Allowed to use? Yeah, because I, I purchased them. So. Oh, okay. Um, so, I'm like, that sounds weird. He goes, well, and I'm, I'm not even sure if, if my chip that has all the pictures on it is broken or not. I'm like, but none of this makes sense. I said, give me your phone. Let me take a look at it. Because it's got an SD card in it. Yeah. It's, it's an old silver flip phone. Stubby antenna? Yes. LG 8300. No, thank you. I knew it was an LG something. I didn't remember like that. Yeah. Um, so I, I take the phone. I flip it open. I was going to try and turn it on to see what was going on. And as soon as I flip it open and, and the screen inside, you can just see water. All on the inside of it. That's not going to happen from spilling water down the front of yourself. Exactly. So I look at it. I look him in the face and said, you going to tell me what really happened now? He goes beet red. Well, I washed my hoodie earlier because um, it was getting kind of dirty. He does his laundry here. And uh, I forgot my phone was in the pocket. I said, Okay. I said, it's fine. I said, it just went through the wash? Yeah, I just went through the wash. I realized it when I went to switch over to the dryer. Like, okay. I said, well, we'll just put it in rice, you know, and we'll, we'll see what that does with it. Well, there's more. What? <laughs> that, that's what I said. But I wasn't quite so jovial about it. I'm like, what? Well, I panicked. And, you know, I thought maybe I could dry it out, so I put it in the microwave. Oh, my God. I said, (laughs) are you trying to burn my fucking house down? I said, does my microwave still work? And I run over to the kitchen and whip my microwave open, and all I can smell is burnt electronics. I said, how the fuck long did you, like, microwave it? Just a second. When it started to spark, I took it out. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I ended up taking him to Verizon to get a new phone because obviously this one was torched. And the chip was probably torched as well. I didn't even bother to try. Didn't even bother. Um, But as his punishment, I made him tell the Verizon guy what he had done. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, mega bite me bitches. This has been a GeekPod Network production. Show notes and links to our social media can be found on our webpage www.geekpod.com That's G33KPOD.com Want to help us out? Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Reviews really help keep us on the charts. Thanks guys and see you next time.